0: beautiful souls. Welcome to Wellness Beyond the Chart. I'm your host, Dr. Yvonne, and I'm here to guide you on a health journey that goes beyond the usual charts and numbers. Each episode, including today's, is created to inspire, empower, and uplift you. I want you to be able to embrace wellness as a divine calling, nurturing every aspect of your mind, body, and soul. Please remember, while I am a doctor, the information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice, nor does it replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Always consult with your doctor or healthcare provider before making any changes to your wellness routine. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the menopause roller coaster. <laughs> We're going to be navigating this gap with knowledge and grace. Okay, random question: Has any one of you ever hopped on a roller coaster and opted not to use the seat belt? Like, you know, you know, when the guy comes over to secure you in the seat, and you decide no. I'm good. I don't, I don't, I'll do this on my own strength. I don't need the, I don't need the seatbelt, but thank you. It sounds foolish, right? I mean, like who does that? Well, honestly, a lot of us do that with perimenopause and menopause. In fact, I did that. That's right. I entered perimenopause, the perimenopause roller coaster without a seatbelt. And I want y'all to know. I was completely blindsided, okay? What's interesting is my symptoms began in my early 40s, but I did not recognize them as perimenopause because I had just had a baby. You see, my OB was really, at, during that time, really helping me to accomplish a healthy pregnancy, right? She we, advanced maternal age, you know, all the things because I was 42 at the time. So there was, there was no talk of menopause, but over the next couple of years, I began to experience insomnia, uh, decreased sex drive. I I was like a bit forgetful, a bit moody. I was starting to have hot flashes. And before it was discovered that I was perimenopausal, I honestly thought that it was just due to Due to stress, you know, I was a full-time doctor, full-time wife, full-time mother of two, you know, just doing all the things. And I was on that roller coaster without a seatbelt. I mean, just white knuckling it. And there were so many days that my thoughts, my prayers would center around one question. And that question, Lord, what is wrong with me? I would ask that every day, like, what is going on? Well, you know, as I talked to my friends and eventually my doctor, you know, we, we had a good long discussion about my symptoms. And at that point, it became clear that I was in perimenopause. You see, woman to woman, our experience of perimenopause varies greatly. And every woman's journey is unique. But but for many women, these symptoms can impact every aspect of your life your home life your work life because many women will experience the sleep disturbance the the decrease in focus and concentration the mental fog you know fatigue many many of those things um and i and i'm here to tell you i am still on that roller coaster okay but i have adopted a fresh perspective of perimenopause and menopause. And that's what I want to share with you today. And there will be some of you out there listening that have not yet reached this stage in every woman's life. And that's okay too. It's good to prepare for what's to come because it's inevitable. And as we know, every woman will go through menopause at some point, either naturally or by way of surgical intervention. But I firmly believe that preparing ahead of time can help make this experience a positive one. Now, the Bible tells us to seek wise counsel. And you don't have to be a Christian to recognize that as good advice. So what I want to do today is share with you some general information on perimenopause and menopause. I want to talk about some discoveries that I've made as well as share some tips and tricks that might hopefully help you navigate this transition with knowledge and grace. First, let's answer the questions of what is perimenopause and what is menopause? Let's distinguish those two seasons. We'll begin with perimenopause. So let's think about perimenopause as that span of time in a woman's life in which her ovaries begin to produce less estrogen. And as a result of this hormonal shift, she will stop releasing eggs. And of course, if we're no longer releasing eggs, then we can no longer get pregnant, okay? But let me remind you in Psalm ninety-two fourteen we are reassured as believers that we will still bear fruit in our later years and will stay fresh and green. So, okay, we won't be bearing children, but we can still bear fruit. And I, I want us to really hang on to that fact. Let's talk about what's happening in that perimenopause phase, that span of time. Um, In fact, for many women, that span of time, that perimenopause stage will last several years. However, research shows that for women of color, perimenopause lasts eight to 10 years. So what's happening? Well, we talked about the decline in estrogen levels, right? And estrogen is a key hormone in a woman's body. It plays a major role in many bodily functions. So in addition to regulating our reproductive system, Estrogen affects our skin health, our bone health, and even our cardiovascular system, our cardiovascular health, heart, blood vessels, those those systems. In fact, we have estrogen receptors in just about every organ system in our body. So when it comes to perimenopause, these fluctuations and eventual decline in estrogen can lead to symptoms and changes that we typically associate with that experience, hot flashes, sleep disturbance, et cetera. And of course, these changes can affect our quality of life. So a little later, we're going to talk about how to manage these changes to help maintain holistic health. Mind, body, and soul. Now that we've covered perimenopause, let's go ahead and answer the question of what is menopause. And in short, menopause is defined as the stage at which a woman has had no periods, no menstrual cycles for 12 consecutive months. So toward the end of perimenopause, as our menses Basically, our menstrual cycles fall off, they become irregular, and then eventually they just fade out. When there has been one year that has lapsed and we have had no period, then it is said that we are officially in menopause. So that is the official end of our fertility stage of life, our reproductive stage of life. And with that brings a new chapter in a woman's life. So now that we've answered the questions as to what is perimenopause and menopause, some of you might be thinking, whoa, perimenopause can last eight to 10 years? That's a long gap. And my answer for that is yes, some women will experience perimenopause for up to a decade. And yes, that can seem like a very long time. But what matters more than anything is what you do in that time, how you fill that gap. I read a quote last week that said, the truth is you can spend your life any way you want to, but you can only spend it once. And it's true of this season of life as well, this perimenopause to menopause season. So what should we be doing in the gap? as we navigate the ups and the downs, the valleys and the mountaintops? Well, first, what have we learned about waiting, believers? What have we learned? Can we touch and agree that while we are in this gap, this season of transition, that our strength will be renewed, that we will mount up with wings like eagles, that we will run and not be weary, that we will walk and not faint? Because if we can stand on those promises, then we have a lot to look forward to. Listeners, will you join me in approaching this ride with fresh wisdom and insight, a healthy perspective? Can we begin by taking a moment to acknowledge the strength and wisdom we've cultivated over the years? I mean, Job 12.12 asked the question, Is not wisdom found among those in their later years? Does not long life bring understanding? Listen, I know you've weathered some storms out there, right? And I'm sure you've celebrated some victories on this journey. So we can shift our perspective and see perimenopause not as an ending, but as a beautiful continuation of our journey one that invites us to care even more deeply for our mind, body, and soul. So where where can we begin with that care? Uh, Let's start with nutrition. You see, what you consume plays a major, a key role during this time. So for those of us who are in this perimenopause, menopause stage of life, consider incorporating more whole foods into your diet. So I'm talking about fruits, vegetables, whole grains, flax seeds, chia seeds, you know, the lean proteins, all the good stuff. We talk about fruits and vegetables, I mean, specifically apples, pears, carrots, cabbage, those specific foods. And the reason I mention those is because they contain higher amounts of what are called plant estrogens or phytoestrogens. And... It's been shown that when we incorporate foods into our diet that are rich in these plant estrogens, they can actually help to boost the available estrogen levels in our bodies naturally. So these foods are not only nourishing to our body, they can also help in balancing our hormones. And bonus, these foods are also loaded with vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, which study after study has shown offer a protective effect from diseases like cancer, heart disease, etc. And remember, what you feed your body also feeds your soul. So think about meals as a form of both physical and spiritual sustenance. And the Bible makes it clear that whatever we eat or drink, we do for God's glory. So at the end of the day, it really comes down to honoring God with our food choices. Stay with me here. Physical activity is another important cornerstone of our well-being in this season. So we have to find joy in movement, whether it's through dance, uh, walking in nature, hiking, even vacuuming or household chores, which is oddly one of my favorite activities. We should be doing some type of physical activity each day. And exercise is not just about maintaining physical health, it's also a celebration of what your body can do and a way to honor the blessing of just being alive. So even just making time for purposeful 20 minutes each day will help you reach the recommended goal of I believe it's 150 minutes per week of aerobic exercise. So if we can be purposeful in this, then we will definitely achieve those physical activity goals. And next, sis, I encourage you to eat the bread of rest. That's right. You see, rest and relaxation are equally vital as those other tips. We need to commit to being really intentional in this. And if you are a woman of color, you know, I, re- I recognize that navigating life comes with its own set of stressors in this country. And believe me, that stress shows up in our bodies during menopause. Evidence shows that we experience more intense perimenopause symptoms than any other women in this country. So it's imperative that you allow yourself the grace of rest. Understanding that in these moments of stillness, you are being refilled with God's peace and love. Ladies, in these quiet moments, whether in prayer or meditation, know that you can find strength and rejuvenation. And the fourth focus is surrounding yourself with a community that uplifts you. Just like I'm doing today, I encourage you to share your experiences with other women who are walking this path or who have walked this path. There is immense power in shared wisdom and that comes from fellowship. Therefore, encourage and build one another up. Let these connections remind you that you are supported, loved, and never alone. Ultimately, listeners, My hope is that we can all embrace this transition with faith and optimism. Just as seasons change, so too do our bodies and our spirits. Each phase of life brings its own blessings and challenges. But we can trust in God's plan for us, knowing that he is with us every step of the way, guiding us towards a future filled with joy and abundance. Allow me to end this um, on a personal note. Most people that know me know that I love amusement parks and I try not to miss an opportunity to visit one. And Universal Studios is probably my favorite. And so we try to go at least once a year, typically in the summer or whenever our kids are on a school break. And when it's in the summer, especially, uh, I don't even mind the heat. I, the long lines don't even bother me at all. And in fact, they have what's called a single rider line at Universal Studios. and this is this is where you just you know you just kind of go in there um, and you ride with whoever happens to be sitting next to you. Typically, you won't know those people or that person. But interestingly, I never use the single rider line and it's because i don't want to take the journey alone it's just it's just not as fun to me and you know what i'm approaching perimenopause the same way so let me offer you three tips that i have learned from my experience on roller coasters at universal studios and and this can maybe help you navigate through perimenopause with more control and less turbulence so here are three me- perimenopause and menopause roller coaster tips that you might find helpful. Number one, make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened. Okay, don't be like me and jump on this ride and, and not buckle your seatbelt because when we anchor ourselves in truth, in knowledge, in information, we can feel secure in knowing what's to come. So I encourage you to learn as much as you can about perimenopause because knowledge is power. And the more you know, the less scary the ride feels. Number two, don't go solo. I mean, it's always reassuring when you ride a roller coaster with a trusted friend or family member. Even if the single rider line is short, go with someone that you know. Bring someone along with you. And you can begin by scheduling an appointment with a trusted healthcare provider and having an open and honest conversation about what you're experiencing. Go in and get that custom care plan that fits you and your needs in this season. And then find or create a community of women who are going through the same thing that you're going through or have gone through and support one another. Knowing you're not alone on this journey can make all the difference. And third, enjoy the scenery. That's right, embrace the change. Most roller coasters actually take you to great heights. You just have to be paying attention to see them. And in the same way, perimenopause is not just a series of valleys and mountaintops. It's really a phase of life with its own unique insights and growth opportunities. And these experiences can take us to great heights. So embrace this time, take take moments to reflect, and enjoy your personal growth. Appreciate the scenery along the way. And remember, sis, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your journey through perimenopause is not just a biological transition, but a spiritual passage as well. And that's a wrap on today's episode of Wellness Beyond the Chart. I'm your host, Dr. Yvonne, signing off reminding you that taking care of your body is a form of gratitude to the Heavenly Father who created it. So let's continue to cherish and nurture ourselves inside and out. If today's chat sparked a question or if there's a topic you're itching to hear more about, slide into our DMs or shoot us an email. Until next time, stay blessed, stay healthy, And keep shining your light. Peace and wellness to you all.